Welcome to the Sunday Nightcast. Hello and welcome to the Sunday Nightcast Season 3, Episode 1. I'm your mostly fearful host, Danny Nanny. Yes, that's right, I said fearful, not fearless, because I'm scared of things, like bugs. Uh, and you can find me on Twitter at Danny Nanny. Uh, I've been quiet here on the Sunday Nightcast. Hopefully you'll understand as to why. Uh, I've been incredibly busy with grad school and, you know, the start of the summer, I was working on a few projects, cutting trailers, getting stuff festival ready. Um, you probably see me tweet about some stuff, you'll see me tweet about uh, some more, uh, definitely. Um, and then after that, I was uh, refreshing my portfolio site for a couple of weeks uh, at www.dannynanny.us if you want to go check that out uh, from the ground up. And uh, so now I'm back. Uh, I was always going to come back, I promise, for you two to three returning listeners. Uh, maybe you thought this was dead. I promise it was just on hiatus. Um, if there is anyone new out there, thank you. Anyway, this is a podcast that doesn't do a whole lot of other stuff than talking about games and kind of talking about them in an attempt to have a different sort of conversation. Uh, I'm not on Patreon. I don't make money off YouTube. I'm just a indie game designer who talks about games, both the, you know, the positive and the negative, hopefully. Um, so in the interest of nerding out, uh, I'd love to talk about the upcoming destiny rise of iron expansion. Originally, this episode was scheduled for episode four, which would have been released September 11th or something like that. The Sunday before rise of irons release, uh, Bungie and Game Informer, or maybe that wasn't a Sunday, I don't know, something like that. But Bungie and Game Informer have decided to make August their let's drop a bunch of information month uh, in advance. And so instead, this is going to be episode one, and No Man's Sky has been moved to episode two. Um, Full disclosure, though I think everybody knows this, I play a lot of Destiny. Uh, I've completed every single activity on every sort of level of difficulty. I've 100% of the games, expansions, moment of triumph, yada, yada, yada. So you might consider me biased, but I promise you I'm not. I love the Destiny community and this game, you know, it did come out in a very rough period of my life. And since then it's been an escape from daily stuff. And I'm very grateful to the game and the community for that. But I am a designer first and designers try to look at things, you know, both sides of every coin. Um, but so, you know, let's talk about what the hell is going to happen on September 20th. Uh, Destiny has always been of, you know, two minds. It has amazing lore, and early on, especially early on, it's really struggled to talk, you know, to convey any of its lore or story in a a really coherent manner, and Taken King was a big step forward. Um, Rise of Iron is supposed to take that even further. Uh, All the way back to the first months of Destiny, Iron Banner was a thing, and it was uh, heralded by Lord Saladin. Uh, he showed up in the tower, opened up a new area. That's cool, whatever. We accumulated weapons named after other Iron Lords like him. But, you know, that's really all we knew. Uh, now we actually get to learn about them, yes, two years later. Um, you can search Game Informer and the Destiny subreddit for all those details um, about, you know, Game Informer has a huge Rise of Iron hub. It has a nice video about the story team talking about what's going to be in the Grimoire, what's going to be in the game. Uh, it's a really good video. You should watch it. I'm not going to talk about it here because it's uh, it's already been covered. But anyway, some quick points. Uh, Iron Lords used to protect mankind before the Vanguard existed from a threat called SIVA. Now the Fallen have found SIVA and are modding themselves with its technology. The player will have to stop this, obviously, and become an Iron Lord in the process. Sounds cool. Well, that's cool. I'm good with that. Um... But what do players actually get with this expansion? What, how are, how's the quality of life improving? Um, so some quickly, some bullet points. Uh, players get a lot of new armor. Um, I think it's the most I've seen in a while because it seems mostly like actual refreshes and redesigns, not just reskins. I thought they'd maybe skimp out on an Iron Banner set because it's, you know, 
the Iron Lord set is thematically similar. Turns out, you know, there's two different things. I think there's going to be something like eight armor sets. So that's kind of a lot. Um, you know, there's a bunch of new weapons. Uh, the we haven't really seen a whole lot of the legendary or the, or the exotics either. Really, just uh, we know there's the refreshed Kavostov auto rifle, which is from the first campaign. I love that gun. Um, first campaign mission, sorry. I love that gun. It has over a hundred possible perk combinations. Downfall. The community will figure out which one is the best one, and they will only use that combination. But still, it's pretty cool. Um, they've also showed an exotic machine gun, the Nemesis Star. Uh, looks dope. You know, otherwise we don't really know. Uh, both weapons and armor have. Uh, what's called an ornament system. Um, not really sure how this is going to work. I think there's something like sterling treasure boxes, but you get the ornament and you can put it on a weapon and it's going to change how it looks like a skin or something. Uh, the armor looked more like an effect and the weapons looked more like a skin. There will be ornaments for sale for silver via microtransactions. I'm not sure how this is entirely going to work, but it sounds cool. Um, there's two refreshed strikes. Uh, so two of my favorites from vanilla destiny, two of my favorites of all time, not just from vanilla destiny. Uh, Sepix and Fogoth are getting refreshes. Uh, there's a new one called the Wretched Eye with an eyeless ogre. Uh, it looks gross. It creeps me out, but it looks like a ton of fun. It just the ogre itself with oh, no eye looks kind of gross. You saw into it. Yeah, it's gross. Um, there's a new arena called Archon Forge in the middle of the Plague Lands. Uh, it seems like the Prison of Elders and Court of Orcs had a baby, and it's Archon Forge. Uh, again, this, this one will apparently have its own armor set, which I found a little weird. But that's cool. Like I said, possibly looks it's looking like eight full total armor sets to mix and match between for one character across three characters that's 24 hopefully anyway plague lands is a new patrol zone set in the cosmodrome we've seen this uh it was revealed on uh, by bungie on stream a couple weeks ago um the cosmodrome has been refreshed to show passage of time uh, and to some extent weather effects it seems like dropping the ps3 and 360 really did some wonders for us uh, i'm about to get to that in a second uh, there's a new social space, Felwinter's Peak. Again, uh, you can see footage of this. It's, it's already been revealed. There's a new raid. They're tight-lipped about, which they should be. Uh, it has a giant death Zamboni. Uh, I'm not kidding. There's footage of that, too. Uh, there's a new Crucible game mode called Supremacy. It's basically kill, kill Confirmed from Call of Duty. If you don't know what that is, you could look that up, too. Uh, anyway, uh, all that stuff is what we expect from a Destiny expansion at this point. However, during Gamescom in Germany, uh, Bungie might have temporarily turn the destiny community on its head with the announcement of private and custom matches uh this is the meat that the game has needed for years uh and as much as i love destiny each new game that's come out you know like battlefront remember when battlefront was coming out or uh division i get increasingly more worried that this is you know that this is the game that's going to pull me away from destiny and pull other players away from destiny and uh no destiny just keeps coming back uh i keep coming back to it people keep coming back to it and it's great uh, but now with private matches the community will really be able to keep itself alive because there's a tool for self-expression um and it always seemed odd that you know bungie who pioneered console competitive shooters didn't include this in the initial package for destiny maybe it was because ps3 and 360 and being on four platforms at once was too much um i, I don't know if i buy that as a developer i do see the problems with implementing something like that across four platforms, especially on, you know, the PS3 and 360 hardware, but destiny was in development a long time. I'm not sure. I'm just not sure why it wasn't there, but it's there now. It's going to be there now. Uh, destiny has some of the best gunplay design in all of console shooter history. And, uh, I, I think, and there's really never been a perfect way to gauge how good you are against the rest of the community or your friends. 
Uh, Destiny streamers have sort of figured out a real glitchy way to purposely matchmake against each other. Uh, it's always been imperfect, imprecise, and confined. You know, it's had to be 3v3 skirmish, but they've managed to run tournaments, really raise the profile of the community. Um, but now with true private matches, without the issues of random players, matchmaking criteria, bungee design modes, uh, the community can really cultivate its own scene and its own personality with talks already from the likes of people like Triple Rec, you know, talking about on Twitter, uh, 4v4 zone control, which, you know, that's not a thing, but it could be. And Gathelion, who's already, you know, he's really tried hard with the hide and seek thing. It's, it's really fun. Um, and now he can do it officially and on actual maps. Um, custom matches is going to be a great thing for content creators on all levels, whether making music videos, uh, Mr. Fruit, I hope you keep doing them, uh, sniper school videos, teaching the lanes on maps, um, cause you could spawn into the map just on your own with no time limit and just walk around. Uh, there is, you know, truly something for everyone here. I know like for me, I look forward to, you know, with my friends playing against each other rather than with each other for once, just in weird settings like you know i keep saying let's do 6v6 elimination with vehicles on the big map right instead of doing 3v3 sweaties right so i, I feel like that could be really fun uh well especially while you're waiting in between expansions you could play however you want rather than just keep waiting for you know if you want to really play mayhem but it's not up that week you could just go play mayhem right um it's great to see this you know, though news did come out that you can complete non-weekly bounties and gain faction rep and experience in private matches. Not a whole lot, but still, any is super weird. I feel like you could really exploit this. I mean, we'll see. I, I hope it doesn't break the game, uh, but it might. It might not even be there at launch. Uh, who knows? I know from a design perspective, you always want to reward players for playing any type of mode, but I, you know, traditionally custom matches or private matches, you don't. You don't, uh, you don't get rewarded for that. I, that's weird. I we'll see how it goes. Um, but you know, I, I am a little bummed right now that we don't get to learn more of the original Destiny campaign story. Something I was and still incredibly am interested in. Uh, right now, the Iron Lord story seems cool, but I, I'm still I want to know about the Traveler, the Speaker, the Stranger. I want to know. You know, I I still think the Speaker is evil. I really want. I just I'm I'm interested in this story that I played when destiny first came out in 2014 and maybe we will learn about it eventually. And maybe, maybe there is something tied into the rise of iron that is to that original expansion. No, we just don't know it yet. I, I did see a cool theory that the iron Lord effort is the stranger, but I, I doubt that. Um, I'm also a little wary about the kind of players that might start migrating to destiny because it now has a competitive foundation to stand on i mean in the end destiny has always survived on the weird and, and inviting personality of its community and i don't expect that to change um and maybe this maybe this is stupid and sort of elitist of me to say but you know shooter bro shooter culture is a thing um and uh i just we don't need it in destiny so i hope it doesn't come but i hope people who do come to play competitively, uh, enjoy the community that's already here because we have a great community. Uh, it's very tight knit, and I, I hope I hope everyone has fun. Really. Um. So yeah, not a whole lot. This is so. This is you know the big exciting release for Destiny fans is that these private and custom matches allow us to do a lot of things, um, and it it might be the last paid release until September 2017 with the rumored Destiny 2. So I hope I hope everyone is is remembering the high they're riding right now because who knows what the future holds, you know, in a persistent world that doesn't end, you're always going to want to keep playing, but 
it's like World of Warcraft. There's downtime in between expansions. You know, Bungie has a plan with um, some smaller events. Festival of the Lost is coming back. Sparrow Racing is coming back. Um, hopefully, hopefully everyone's going to remember that when we really wanted it most, Bungie was able to deliver. And uh, yeah, so I know that wasn't much of a discussion as much as it was more of a preview with some personal thoughts sprinkled in. But, you know, Destiny Rise of Iron isn't out yet. And I, th- I think it was probably better to start episode one you know the season premiere with a preview a nice little warm-up to get back into the zone so to speak um but this season on the sunday nightcast uh, you can look forward to some cool discussions on some different games uh, i mean we're going to do no man's sky i'm going to talk about telltale's batman because of course i'm going to talk about batman everyone knows batman is my favorite superhero of all time uh and also some great indie titles i've played over the summer uh, semblance abzu bound um so I'm going to talk about that stuff. Maybe I'll even talk about some of the stuff I'm working on, but you know, I tweet about that stuff all the time. So you don't really, you don't need that. Anyway, um, that's it for me this week. I hope you are excited about Destiny Rise of Iron. If you're not, I hope you listened. And if you listened this far, uh, maybe you should come play with me on PS4 because it's great. Uh, we can uh, do like 1v1 snipers only or something on September 20th. Um, anyway, like I said, it for me this week. Uh, please don't forget to tweet at me at Danny Nanny or at the Sunday Nightcast. Subscribe on YouTube or iTunes for the Sunday Nightcast. Uh, and until next time, good night.